Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yeah, what a week that was. We'll talk more about it, of course. Uh, Yeah, and I do know a lot of people are quite excited for this week's pod, so hopefully this week's episode will not disappoint. Um, I do get the feeling it's going to be quite a long episode this week, so yeah, bear with us. We have so much to unpack this week. Of course, we have... Everything that happened in Dumbarton this past weekend. Oh my god. Oh, where do I even begin? Um, Yeah, that competition did not disappoint in the slightest. So yeah, we've got so much to unpack from Dumbarton. Uh, Plus this weekend, of course, here in Northern Ireland, we're looking forward to the Heart O'Down Championships in Newcastle. So we'll look at all of that. And we have the Worlds next week. By the way, <clears throat> in case you've been living under a stone, yes, it's our Christmas next week and the Pipe and Life Festival, and we'll be getting into all of that in this week's Topic of the Week. But first of all, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yeah. Now, like every other podcast out there, yes, we do have a Patreon. And if you would like to help support the show, then you can. You can go over there to Patreon and click on support. And yes, you get a lot of extra content for your trouble. Now, there's going to be a serious amount of stuff being pumped out on Patreon over the next few weeks, as you can imagine. There'll be a lot of backstagey stuff and all of that coming from Piping Live. There'll be a serious amount of it. In fact, uh, we've got a lot planned for Patreon. And uh, yeah, a lot of behind the scenes and all of that at the World Championships and all of that. We've got a serious amount planned for our Patreon faithful. So there hasn't been a better time to sign up and help support us. So yeah, if you want to be part of our Patreon faithful, then head over there to Patreon, click on support, and yeah, you can treat yourself to all the extra stuff. At the minute, there is tons back there already. Exclusive performances, interviews, episodes of Rab Show Plus, our weekly episode, or or our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show is there. Uh, So yeah, if you do happen to miss us live on Fuse, you can go and listen to it there. Download it and listen to it whenever you want. Indeed, two hours of live radio in your pocket every week. There you go, not bad. Anyway, <clears throat> that's it. By way of all the introductions and stuff, let's get into the show good and proper. With each and every episode, we do like to kick things off with listener mail. And our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we did get quite a bit of email over the past few weeks, uh, as we've been trying to set up things in the future, I suppose, with uh, Pipe and Live around the corner, we have a lot to organize. Uh, but also, we've you might notice the number on this week's episode. <clears throat> yeah, episode 290. Isn't that insane? So, yeah, 290 episodes in, and we are hurtling towards episode 300. So we do hope to have something... Something special for episode 300, and that's all I'm going to say on that front, but yes, to let you know, 
There is admin aplenty happening in the big rab show at gmail.com. So we are working behind the scenes on future episodes, even though we are ramping up for one of the biggest weeks in the piping calendar, which is next week. And that'll be this week's topic. We'll talk about that. But anyway, yes. <clears throat> If you do want to send us in any listener mail at all, our email address is gmail.com. And a few of you did. Now, we got an email here from Victoria, who said, Hi, Rab. I'm from Ontario, Canada. A few weeks ago, I was looking for a resource specific to piping and drumming to help myself and my band with nerves. Your specialist episodes were exactly what we needed. Oh, brilliant. There we go. She goes on to say, after playing a few competitions, we were running into the same problem. We'd sound great at practice while warming up. However, at the line, the nerves would carry the tempos out of our control. Yes, I've heard that happening a thousand times. She goes on and says, two years away from clipboards and spectators put the pressure on us this year. I listened to your show, loved it, and shared it with the band. Everyone that gave it a listen said it was full of helpful tips and insight. The band practices have started to started to get better, reflect what we do on an actual competition day, and to prepare them mentally to play in that circle. We've also made other changes to help reduce anxiety, and every practice our sound has improved. I gave the mental game episode a re-listen today, and I wanted to share how the episode helped us. Thank you. And to your specialists for creating the right content at the right time. Cheers, Victoria. No, oh, no, Victoria, that is amazing. Thank you. And yeah, we did take a bit of a gamble uh, dropping those specialist episodes right smack bang in the middle of the season. But whenever we did so, we did say that we were doing so for a reason. Uh, we did know that bands were kind of struggling with both the physical element of piping and drumming, but also. The mental side of the game, uh, which also, I think, still goes kind of underappreciated. So, yeah, it's a massive part of what we do. And uh, so, yeah, if you haven't yet listened to those episodes, please do go back to them. They have really valuable conversations. And, yeah, hopefully there is some helpful tips and stuff in there for folks. So, Victoria, I'm so glad that I was able to help. And, uh, yeah, people did think it was unusual. Smack bang in the middle of the season. Uh, around the time of the Europeans, I think it was, and we brought these couple of specialist episodes. It's an unusual one, uh, but one I think has been well-timed. We've got quite a lot of positive feedback from both of those. So, yeah, go back, have a listen to them, folks, as you've just heard there from Victoria. Uh, it seemed to be quite useful for her and her band. So, hey, that's brilliant. We're so stoked that that's the case. Excellent. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. We have another email here from Douglas. He says, Dear Big Rab, I hope you're ready for piping live. It'll be a great week. Well, <clears throat> in a nutshell, uh, yeah, we're kind of ready. We're mm, as ready as we can be, I suppose, Douglas. So there you go. Uh, moving on, he said, uh, Would you mind giving another bit of a shameless plug for tickets that are currently on sale for the Captain John A. McClellan MBE Memorial Dinner and Recital Competition? Yes, of course. Now, apparently the tickets will be, yeah, only available on sale until Sunday the 14th of August, after which you will no longer be able to purchase them. Tickets are 50 quid and can be bought through the Eagle Pipers website. Now, ourselves in the Rab Show, of course, we've shared out the link a few times now for where you can go and grab your tickets for this event. Now, 
Competing at this event, we have Ian Spears, who's a previous winner. We also have Jack Lee, Finley Johnson and Angus McCall. So you're going to be treated to quite a night of blistering piping by all accounts. So the dinner will be held itself on the 26th of August and will be at the Waldorf I can just about pronounce that, Waldorf Astoria uh, Caledonian Hotel in Edinburgh. Now, I've only ever walked past it. I know where it is, and it's quite a swanky place. It's quite a nice, nice hotel. Uh, dress code is strictly black tie as well. Mm. So, yes, if you do want to be a part of quite a special event with the Eagle Piper Society, then go and grab your tickets now for that. Yeah, as I say, they're only available now up until the 14th. So, yeah, if you have been planning to grab tickets, now is your last chance because, yeah, coming up soon, they will no longer be available just after the Worlds. So there you go. The John A. McClellan Memorial Dinner definitely yeah, I think that's one to get to. I have heard great reports about it, actually. Yeah, and uh, some very competitive piping there, indeed, involved with some big names. So that could be quite an event there, for sure. There you go. <clears throat> Alrighty, well, that's pretty much it for Listener Mail this week. As I say, we did get a lot of emails in about various different admin things as we're sorting stuff out behind the scenes. Um, and a few bits of commentary, I suppose, on previous episodes where people were just basically getting caught up and saying that they were enjoying the show. So thank you, everyone. And, uh, yeah, we did get some emails as well. Um, I know this week's episode is going to be a long episode, so apologies for that. Uh, but, hey, we have to try and cover everything as best we can. And sometimes you get huge episodes and sometimes you get smaller ones. Um, but, yeah, most of the emails that we got in is that people don't actually mind the longer ones. So, hey, I don't know. Maybe that was stuff that Rob got wrong and those few emails that came in that were complaining about the duration Maybe they're in the minority. I don't know. But perhaps you could let us know. If you do have any thoughts or feelings at all on anything that we do here on The Big Rab Show, is there stuff that we should be doing more of or less of, then please do email us. BigRabShow at gmail.com Alrighty. Yes, you guessed it. Let's get straight into it then. It's time for Word of the Week. Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Surprise. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is surprise. And you might wonder, what? Where did that come from? Well, yes, believe it or not, we have a little event that's coming up in Piping Live next week. We might mention it later in the topic. Uh, but we haven't mentioned any of the lineup yet because we are keeping that as a huge surprise for our audience and um mm, let's uh, i can't give the game away i'm not gonna i'm not gonna announce anything on the part of who's playing but suffice to say it's gonna be incredible oh my god yes i wish i could tell you but no we made the decision that we're going to keep all of our upcoming guests for rab show live as a surprise so that's the case so this week's word of the week is surprise but also our word of the week also kind of ties in with uh dumbarton i suppose and we did get some commentary from people back uh you know whenever we uploaded the performances and stuff a lot of people we're very surprised with the standard. Now, not only did we do grade one, but we did try to cover a lot of the lower grades as well. And uh, yeah, a lot of folks very pleasantly surprised, especially with the standard in grade 3A and 3B, as well as grade 4A and any other bands that we managed to be able to film. A lot of folks out there were, yeah, surprised. You know, whenever you consider this is post-pandemic, 
you know, where the bands haven't been able to play and compete together for two years. Looking at where the standard is now, yeah, I'll say it. It's surprising. It's like, honestly, like these bands have not missed a day's practice. And you wonder, well, did the pandemic actually happen? Because these bands sound incredible. Like, silly incredible. So, yeah, that kind of ties in with this week's Word of the Week, which is surprise. And, uh, yeah, I hope anyone out there, if you managed to guess it correctly before we did uh, actually announce the Word of the Week, then let us know. Yeah. BigRabShowGmail.com Alrighty, well, that's it for Word of the Week, and no doubt we'll have a few more surprises as we get through the rest of the show. Uh, but before we could have any more surprises, hopefully no unpleasant ones, yeah... JD, have we got any Weekly Drone this week, mate? It's the Weekly Drone. Hi, Rab. I was interested to hear the drum major challenge at the contest over in the States. Without being controversial, what exactly is the role of a drum major in a band? They only seem to pop up at march pasts or parades. Should a drum major lead a band from final tuning and into the competition arena? Should a band play for their own drum major at a contest? Also, what has happened to marching and deportment and general dress standards? Bands sauntering onto parks looking like a bag of spuds tied about the middle and out of line, out of step. And a personal peeve of mine, sunglasses while competing? Am I getting grumpy in my old age? Oh, Weekly Droner, Weekly Droner, what are you doing there? You're kicking a bit of a hornet's nest. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there's a lot of questions in that Weekly Drone, so let's get through some of them here. Well, I don't think I have answers for all of them, uh, but I do have answers for some and thoughts on others. Uh, so, yeah, what exactly is the role of a drum major? Well, I believe uh, that drum majors is kind of a thing that was inherited from whenever bands were obviously part of the military. Dr- drum majors had a ceremonial duty to keep a band in line, you know, and to, as I say, march them in a certain order, making sure that they're able to mark time, counter march, left wheel, right wheel, you know, quick march, halt, all that kind of stuff. The drum majors took care of all of that kind of ceremonial stuff. And that's kind of the competition that we've seen there whenever we were over in California. They were actually judging that. They had a pipe band there and the drum major was responsible for marching them through a course. Really quite interesting to watch. And yeah, we have that on the podcast, actually. That's what our drone is referring to. Back to our Monterey podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one, you can go back where we actually traveled out to California and we've seen this firsthand. A competitive drum major marching a pipe band around. Now... As for pipe bands in the modern day, uh, yeah, we do seem to have drum majors playing a bit of a lesser role. Yes, they do still have that ceremonial duty, and uh, whenever a band is on parade, the drum major is in charge, you know? So, yeah, obviously the pipe major and that takes care of the musical element of it, but as far as the marching and deportment stuff, that all falls to the drum major. So, yes, they do still have that duty. Uh, but as far as competitive drum majoring, it, it's kind of its own different animal, I suppose. And that's where marching and deportment definitely comes into its own. And you did mention it. It's one of your pet peeves about bands, you know, walking up to the line looking like a sack tied in the middle. That's very much where drum majors can come in. And they can help out with their band to make sure that they look sharp. I do know a lot of bands actually have their uniform officer 
as the drum major. And the drum major has the responsibility of making sure everyone's uniform, either number one, fits them, and number two, is pressed, clean, and... uh, yeah, the band is presentable in some form or other. And that people's socks aren't hanging around their ankles, their flashes are on the right road, their laces are actually tied. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I do know a good number of bands have uniform officers who are the drum major of the band. Because, let's face it, drum majors, that's what they compete at, you know? So if anyone knows how to put a uniform on correctly, it's a drum major. Now, Also, you did mention one of your pet peeves there about sunglasses in the circle. Hmm, it's not so much a problem here in the UK, if I'm honest. Uh, We don't have huge amounts of sunshine, uh, but I have seen people going on and competing with sunglasses on. Personally, it doesn't bother me in the slightest, uh, because I do understand that if you're standing in blazing sunshine... It's, you know, it's another distraction on top of everything else that, you know, you're having to concentrate on. Uh, Yeah, concentrating, trying to keep your vision, never, you know, all of that. Yeah, (laughs) it's another added element, I guess, you know. So if sunglasses help, then why not? Uh, But yes, I have actually competed in drum corps where uh, my lead tipper at the time uh, was wearing glasses Regular glasses with no tint in them, uh, but they were those sort of lenses that change, you know, the transition lenses, I think you call them. Uh, So if sunlight does hit them, then they do darken down and they save this person's vision. You know, they did have very sensitive eyes, so if the light did hit his glasses, then they changed colour and helped him. Uh, So, yeah, I do remember it being marked down on our M&D sheet, you know, lead tipper wearing sunglasses. Uh, No, there is actual prescription glasses with transition lenses. So, yeah, I get it. I do understand why some people don't like it and the look of it might be bad. But for others, it may be an actual necessity. You know, there could be an actual medical need for wearing sunglasses in the circle. You you just don't know. It's up on the individual, I suppose. But also, I suppose, on whoever the uniform officer is and whoever your drum major is and if they'll allow such a thing. Yeah. That's that's a very interesting question. But, yeah, it's something that doesn't really bother me, if I'm honest. Uh, but, yes, you did ask the questions whether drum majors should actually lead their band from the final tuning into the circle. We've seen this in California. Uh, we've actually seen it as well in other competitions down in uh, Australia and New Zealand where the drum major would actually march into the circle with the band and, you know, stand right next to the bass drummer as the band are competing. That's a little different from how we do it in the UK. I don't know if there's a real ceremonial reason for it. Uh, But no, it doesn't happen. I don't think there's even any kind of requirement in the rulebook for that to happen. Um, You also mentioned about having that drum major's band play for them in competition. I honestly don't think that would be feasible. Looking at the amount of drum majors we have on the grass competing at any one competition, that would be a raft of pipe bands all having to play 6 eights for however number of lengths that that drum major needs to compete, you would be there all day. Uh, So yeah, what we do at the minute is pretty much the maximum capacity of what we can do. We have like three or four drum majors competing together at one time with one band performance. Uh, That's the best, best option, I think, at the moment. So yeah, I think that's the reason why. Anyway, Weekly Droner, some interesting thoughts there. And as I said, you may well have kicked a hornet's nest there. 
<laughs> I dare say, we'll get some commentary on that one. Uh, but yes, you can send us in your thoughts, of course, bigrabshow@gmail.com. On anything I mentioned, probably there's stuff in there I've got wrong, because what I know about drum majoring, I can write on the back of a postage stamp. Uh, but yes, you can always email us in, bigrabshow@gmail.com, Or, if you want to, you can submit your own weekly drone, which is completely anonymous, there's no identifying factors at all, and yes, you can let us know your thoughts and feelings on anything at all in the pipe and scene. Warts and all, as you just heard. <laughs> and we'll bring it here to the pod and talk all about it. Indeed. Weekly Drone. All right, so that's pretty much the first half of the show sort of sorted at the minute. I reckon it's time for me and myself to get a little bit of a stretch in the legs here before we get into all of the news and updates, of which there are loads, even before we get into the topic. So, yeah, I think go and get yourselves your first cup of tea of the podcast this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Yes, time for all the news and updates, I suppose, here on this week's Big Rab Show podcast. Now, I have to stress, there are a serious amount of news and updates. And, uh, hey, we're going to have to do what we can to get through everything. It's been insanely busy in the bagpiping scene. Uh, I think it was referred to by one website as Super Saturday. Um, Yeah, there's a lot to unpack in this week's news and updates. So, yeah, for those of you who are planning on skipping all the news and stuff and getting to the topic, then fair enough. We'll see you all later. Uh, but, um, yeah, stick around. There's going to be quite a lot to get through. And um, Well, first of all, at the very beginning of the news and updates, I do want to kind of draw your attention to a bit of fundraising that's going on. Good friend of the show, they're uh, affectionately known as Piping Jim. Of course, of course, the host of the Droning On podcast. Uh, they're doing a, an interesting little project at the moment for a friend of theirs that had sadly passed away. Um, so, yeah, instead of me telling you all about it, why don't we let Jim do that? Zach Lees was an amazing piper and drummer, but even more amazing was his willingness to give freely of his time and his abilities to teach others how to play pipes and drums. 
Zach died from suicide shortly after his 30th birthday in 2019, and in an effort to memorialize him, we're establishing a charity in his honor to continue providing those who couldn't otherwise afford it access to bagpiping and drumming education and instruments. To kick things off, a bunch of Zach's friends are putting together a memorial album to be released near his birthday and the anniversary of his death in January of 2023. The album will include originals from his fellow musicians written in his honor, covers played by his past students, and even some pieces from Zach's piping heroes like Timothy Cummings and Fred Morrison. In fact, in the background right now, you've been hearing an original, never-before-heard 6-8 March by Fred Morrison himself, written specifically for Zach's memorial album. Zach's mother gave this tune its name, Band of Angels. To support the project and to get a copy of the album when it releases, visit the Kickstarter that'll be running through the end of August. There's a link in the show notes. You can get an early download of Fred Morrison's original tune, and even a copy of the sheet music. And best of all, you'll be helping to provide piping and drumming instruction to those who couldn't otherwise afford it, carrying on Zach's efforts to remove barriers to piping and drumming for as many people as possible. Any questions, feel free to send an email to Jim at pipingjim at gmail.com. Thanks very much. bit of Fred Morrison there and a brand new tune called Band of Angels quite an interesting project that and uh, yeah quite a fitting tribute as well for Zach so yes of course if you are listening on your podcast player you can check out the show notes right now where we do have a link for you can go and check that out or of course we have shared the link out a number of times now on the Big Rap Show socials so it's up there on our Facebook and Twitter all that sort of stuff so yeah do consider going along and checking out the Kickstarter there and dropping a few quid for quite a worthy cause for sure and uh, as you say there's quite a lot of perks there as well and as you can get that early recording there and the sheet music and stuff and everything for that tune by none other than fred morrison so yeah there you are quite a fitting tribute there and thanks to pipe and gin for sending that in so there you are his email address again for any more information is pipingjim at gmail.com there you are all righty now, I have to get into a first news story here from the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. They're offering nine trainee tutoring positions. Uh, so, yeah, if you've ever fancied yourself as a piping and drumming tutor and haven't really got much in the way of experience, well, now's your opportunity. There will be four outreach trainee tutors and five ensemble trainee tutors. So, um yeah, that's quite a lot. So, yeah, there's a lot of information to take in here, as well as all your entry requirements and whatnot. So, my advice to you, go along to the Piping Centre's website, where all of that information is available. You can also go and visit bagpipe.news, and they've actually published the story as this launched. And, um, yeah, it gives you all the different roles and responsibilities of what each tutor will be doing. Uh, like, an outreach tutor, for example, will work with the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland staff, and... Uh, will be encouraged to get more involved in developing projects and communities and things like that and responding to needs of various participants within the band. The ensemble uh, trainee tutor and stuff would have uh, more of like a mentorship kind of thing. They will receive training and everything and work with three of the already existing uh, tutors who are in place and all of that. It's quite complicated. All right, there's quite a lot of information in here. So my advice to you, again, 
go along to the National Piping Centre's website. There is a lot of information on these posts. And uh, so, yeah, go along and check it out. There's various fees and expenses that will be covered and all of that. So quite an interesting opportunity here, one of which we haven't really seen before. So definitely check that out if you are interested and want to be involved in the world of tuition and piping and drumming. There's a good chance there to get some... uh, Get some great experience. Get some training. Yeah, for sure. Now, the deadline for applications uh, are up until the 26th of August. So you don't have much time. Uh, and yeah, you go and check that out. Yeah, I, I definitely piqued my interest when I seen this. Go, ooh, that's interesting. Mm. So go and take advantage of that whenever it's up there. Yeah, indeed. All right. Now, I have to mention Inverarian District Pipe Band. All right. Now, I don't know if you folks have been keeping up with everything that's been going on, but obviously we are leading up to the big pre-Worlds concert, which is next week. Yeah, a night in that land by Inverarian District. It's completely sold out. You can't get a ticket for it anywhere. I'm still getting messages from people saying, Rab, can you sort me out with a ticket? Uh, No, I can't even sort myself out with a ticket. Unfortunately, I'm not going, but I I do have other plans that evening, unfortunately. Yeah, so sorry I won't be going to the Inverary gig, but uh, even if you can't make it, thankfully, now, Inverarian District have reached their goal on Indiegogo. Yes, we've been following this story now for a while. Well, Inverarian District have put it out there for crowdfunding uh, to help them record their concert for an upcoming album. And if anything, I'm happy to say they've actually exceeded their target. So they were hoping to raise around 15 grand. They've now raised about 16, almost 16 and a half. So they're well above target. Uh, But obviously, the more money that is in the kitty, the easier it will be. And hopefully, not only will we get an audio recording, then fingers crossed, we may actually get video as well. Fingers crossed. But nothing confirmed. That's just rumours again. Uh, But I have to tell you, if you aren't following Inverary on social media at the moment, you're really missing a trick. Because they even have a TikTok account now. Yep. Inverarian District are on TikTok. Uh, So you can go and follow them over there and see what they're up to behind the scenes at the moment. I absolutely love this. They've been putting up like little rehearsal clips and stuff, like photos from behind the scenes. You know, maintaining their instruments, learning new music, and we're actually seeing little clips of them playing along with backing bands and backing musicians playing borons and keyboards and stuff. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm Yeah, you guys know I'm a huge Inverary fan anyway, but seeing this stuff on their social media is just incredible. You know, this is the stuff that the fans want, you know? We always get to see them in the circle doing the business, and that's where we love to see them. And also on stage doing the business too, absolutely. But hey, it's the behind-the-scenes stuff that's the, that's where the juice is, you know? We get to see that a bands like this actually have to work to be in the top flight and to be on that stage. So, yeah, so fascinating to watch the process of how they work behind the scenes. And, yeah, if you aren't following them on social media at all, then you're missing missing out big time so yeah facebook twitter and uh instagram as well i think as well as uh yeah tiktok of all places that was the last place i expected to see them uh but yeah there you are go and check out inverary on their social media and yes full congratulations to them by the way for yeah exceeding their targets on indiegogo now i am very aware as next week's podcast will release inverary will be on stage 
Yeah, every Wednesday we release a Rab Show podcast, and yes, the Inverary gig is next Wednesday. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of people who are stupidly excited for this and have planned their entire week around it. And <laughs> so, yeah, for good reason. This is going to be a blistering show. A night in that land. Yeah, so expect a full review in our World's Wrap-Up show as we get through World's Week. And yeah, we hear all the reports from this incredible gig. So yes, of course, if we see any clips or whatnot online, and that, yeah, we will definitely share that out indeed. So good luck to Inverary hitting the big stage at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. And yeah, it's just fantastic to see all of your social media work and that you've also exceeded your fundraising goals. So there you are. Fantastico! All right, I have to give a plug to the UK Solo Drumming Championship, which is not long from now, actually. It's going to be taking place on Saturday the 3rd of September, and the RSPBA Northern Ireland are asking you now to, yeah, put your entry forms in. The entries are now opened, and all of your rulings and everything, your playing requirements, all of that stuff is all up there now on their website, on the RSPBA ni.org uh, as well i have to say that there is also a world solo drumming pre-qualifying spot there with four semi four semi-final spots up for grabs i could just about talk so yeah if you do fancy competing at the uk solos here then definitely head along to rspba northern ireland website and get your entry forms in now but i'm sure we're going to be talking about another solo event that's happening in the drumming scene in a minute or two but we'll get to that. But just wanted to let you know that that's around the corner. So that's happening on September 3rd. But uh, yeah, they're asking for you to get your entry forms and all those details in as soon as possible. There you are. So go and check out the RSPBA Northern Ireland website for more information. Alrighty. Moving on to another little news story then. Sticking with RSPBA Northern Ireland, of course, you folks out there know that we're heading to Newcastle this weekend. Saturday 6th of August, we're going to Donard Park, baby. And yeah, this will essentially wrap up our Northern Ireland calendar. Uh, So we will be crowning our champion of champions here, uh, all ahead of heading across to the begin then for the Worlds. Uh, So yes, we're looking forward to seeing 35 bands on the grass with a total of 50 band performances across the day. Uh, Yes, well, as far as I'm aware, we do have pretty much a kind of an amazing competition ahead of us in Newcastle. We have three bands in Grade 1, actually. So we have Klaus Kelt, who have been at all of our minor competitions this year. Uh, but also making an appearance are the Mighty Field Marshal and St. Lawrence Atul, who are taking advantage of getting a little bit of a run out ahead of the big in the following week. So, yeah ourselves in the big rab show we do hope to be there but whether we will actually be live streaming or doing any of that uh, we've no idea we may well just go and attend and enjoy the event because it's the last one in the northern irish calendar and yeah we might film the odd thing or two here and there perhaps some drum majoring some of the yeah some grade 4a 4b maybe perhaps you know we will film sporadically but as far as any concrete plans to cover all of the action at uh, newcastle yeah we haven't any concrete plans at the moment so yeah, that's just by way of full disclosure. We are just planning on attending and enjoying ourselves uh, because it's been quite a stressful season so far, as you can imagine, with the failure that was Rab Show TV. Um, it also fell flat in its face at Dumbarton, uh, which sparked quite a lot of conversation. Uh, yes, at Dumbarton competition in the morning, we did have an active cell reception and we were quite happy with that thinking hey this is brilliant we'll be able to live stream no problem Uh, this is magic we're going to hit the button here and go as soon as the first band hits the line well as the morning progressed and more buses arrived on site and more cars poured in and more people 
Well, it seemed that the network just couldn't cope and it just... Yeah, computer said no. I think everyone who was in that park at the weekend in Dumbarton just... Yeah, an absolute dead zone for cell reception. So that's just one of those things. We tried our best. We were all okay in the morning. But then as soon as the early afternoon came around and grade one began, then we had to make a decision. And what we did then is we filmed the performances. And then once we got a connection, we uploaded those as soon as possible. So I think you might find there's a good bump in quality. If you do want to go back and watch the performances from Dumbarton, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, and even from the Ulsters as well, where we did that again. So maybe going live with uh, competitions and stuff, it's been incredibly challenging this season. We don't know why uh, this season in particular, but uh, it's been, yeah, awful and yeah we couldn't even go live with the results from dumbarton it was that bad it was just yeah complete dead zone for the entire town never mind just the park but anyway um so yeah um, as far as for newcastle we will try and bring some coverage if we can but if not then we're really not going to stress ourselves out we just want to enjoy it if that makes any sense at all because it would just be fun to attend a piping and drumming event and just enjoy it and have the crack and then yeah enjoy some good music so that's our plan for the last one of the Northern Irish season. Uh, but we will hopefully bring you some of the action from Newcastle along with the all-important results and all that stuff if we can. There you are. So, yes, we will talk about Dumbarton in a moment or two, but can we first of all talk about Maxville? Oh, Maxville, baby! Oh, my God! What an amazing competition that was! Wow! Okay, Now, as much as all of us here in the UK were focusing on Dumbarton and all of last week's uh, podcast was talking about Dumbarton, can we just say that the competition in Maxville was insane? Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. Now, in case you haven't seen the performances from Maxville, then please do go back. Not just grade one, grade two, but all the other grades as well seriously some great music being played and uh yeah of course champion on the day was 70th fraser highlanders lifting both the msr and medley and yeah with some stellar performances the band sounded incredible by the way so yeah shout out to the fraser highlanders the band sounded great now also i have to give a particular shout out uh, to grade two which was seemed to be quite a stiff competition there uh, but yeah shout out to peel police uh, peel regional police who picked up the overall title uh, but a band that really impressed me now i'm going to throw myself under the bus here but i loved the performance from mcmillan Ooh. Yeah, go and watch that one. And, of course, that, that was in the, in the medley, and they picked up the top spot there. Uh, so, yeah, and grade two in the medley performance. So, shout out to McMillan. Really, really cool music there. Really loved that. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of great music to get through there in grade two. Shout out to grade three then. Picking up the top spot in Maxville was the Ottawa Highlanders. Now, I'll give full disclosure. I haven't actually heard heard the performances yet i did hear glengarry and i heard gelf pipe band and but i haven't heard ottawa highlanders yet so but they managed to pick up the top spot there so yeah congratulations in grade four then we had niagara regional police lifting the top spot now i haven't heard any of grade four from maxville so if you do have those performances out there folks and you'd like to share them with us then please do send them our direction Uh, i'd love to see some grade four there from maxville now 
onto grade five then we had again Peel Regional Police picking up the top spot now I did actually see quite a number of the performances from this uh, one such band that I've been looking forward to hearing actually Sons of Scotland and uh, yeah they sounded quite good too but unfortunately they finished up in 10th or 9th overall sorry I was going to say 10th but they finished 9th overall uh, so down the pecking list although I thought they sounded great though great run uh, so yeah as I say lifting the overall spot then and grade five was Peel Regional Police with a great performance there so I have to say Maxville looks like such an impressive venue i haven't heard any reports about the venue itself uh, but maxville yeah it's you know i've heard loads of great reports about it over the years and this past year this year did not disappoint i have to say yeah so watching the videos of the performances definitely harkens back to our word of the week i was really surprised at the level and the standard of the bands competing on the grass so yeah well done to everyone there in maxville such an amazing competition Oh, yeah, fantastic stuff. So, yeah, do yourself a favour, especially those in the UK that sometimes don't pay attention to these competitions. Please do. Go over there and have a listen. There's some incredible uh, music being played. And so, yeah, do yourself a favour and check that out. All right? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, moving on to the next one then. Right. I have to give a mention this week to the British Drum Company. Now, I think on previous podcasts, I was telling you folks about what they're doing over there on YouTube with British Drum Co. TV, uh, which is really quite cool, by the way. And they've been talking with Tyler Fry, you know, interviewing him on the sofa and everything, which is, that's good entertainment value in itself. Um, because, come on, it's Tyler. Always gives about a good crack. Uh, but, yeah, also, Tyler's been teaching us how to tune tenors and stuff and you know, looking at different parts of the drum and whatnot, and it's it's been fascinating watch all of watching all of that on YouTube. So again, I would just remind you, go and check it out because British Drum Co are still continuing to churn out the goodness over there on their YouTube channel. And uh, have you checked out their social media this last while? It seems to be that a lot of bands out there are getting brand new drums from the British Drum Co all ahead of the world now. One such band I want to drop in there, uh, Brisbane Boys College. You might have heard of them and I've mentioned them a few times on the podcast now. Well, yeah, they've got a full set of British drum code axials and they look incredible. But the headline story has to be yeah, Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. Oh, my God. These drums are just ridiculous. Just when I thought the British drum code drums couldn't look any better. Wow. I'm sure you've seen the photographs by now, and I'm sure you've seen the videos as well of Police Scotland and Federation Band in action with these new axials. And Oh my god, they're incredible. Now, if you haven't yet, then please do go along and check them out. Uh, We've shared all the photos and videos and whatnot as we've seen them. And yeah, for those of you out there who do like I do, I would constantly look at various different types of drums, drum shells, drum heads, combinations of hardware. Oh, that'll look good with gold hardware, silver, sand, sand coated or powder coated. Oh, I've spent forever just trailing through photos of drums. And yeah, I know it's boring for pipers and Maybe it's a drummer thing, but I just love looking at drumming gear. And, uh, yeah, see, if you've ever looked at the British Drum Co.'s uh, Instagram page, (laughs) yeah, it's ridiculous. And, yeah, if you haven't seen the photos of uh, the guys from the Police Scotland and Federation in action with these new drums, 
Yeah, I think that could be a possible there for uh, Coolest Drums, I suppose, in the Big Rab Show Award. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, but yeah, a lot of bands out there getting new sets of new drums. Uh, also, give a shout to Ottawa Highlanders as well. I think they got a new set of British drum co drums as well. So yes, a lot of bands out there picking them up at the moment. So yeah, shout out to British Drum Co. who are really knocking it out of the park at the moment and shipping out a lot of orders, it would seem. A lot of bands are picking them up and um, yeah, go and check out Police Scotland and Federation and their brand new drums. These are, all right, I'm going to say it. They're sexy, sexy, sexy drums. All right, there you are. I think that's the right context to use that word. <laughs> there you go. All righty, moving on. Let's get into, yeah, another little news story before we get into Dumbarton. I just wanted to remind you that the Northern Meeting is coming up. Yes, possibly one of the most prestigious piping competitions in the world. There's this and there's Glenfiddich. Yep, so the Northern Meeting is one of those ones that, yeah, everyone wants to get to. You can actually buy online live stream competitions, or competitions. You can buy online live stream tickets for this, so you can watch it online. So this is, yeah, it'll be broadcast Thursday, the 1st of September, and tickets are 15 quid. Now, yeah, if you haven't actually seen the Northern Meeting competition, it's, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. So go along and check it out. Get your tickets now piping.northern-meeting.org is your website and that's where you can go and purchase them uh, so that's coming up on the 1st of September there you are alrighty <laughs> you knew I was going to get into this eventually didn't you yeah of course let's get into the results of Dumbarton alright now of course last week's pod we talked all about it and the build up and everything and who I expected to win and all the rest. And, of course, I got it dreadfully wrong in most accounts. But, hey, it was fun last week. So, let's look at our drum majors, first of all. Looking at our juveniles, picking up the top spot. And Scottish champion, Cathy Hunter from Manor Cunningham. Go on, Cathy! You! Now, Cathy actually picked up the top spot with zero dress faults at all. And whenever you see a drum major getting zero dress faults... That's quite impressive. So also uh, picking up zero dress faults was uh, Grace Thompson from Brashane District, who finished up fifth overall. But uh, yeah, well done to Cathy Hunter, picking up that top spot there and a very competitive grade for the juveniles, yeah. On to the juniors then, we have Georgia Turkington from the Matt Boyd Memorial again. Yes, picking up the top spot. Well done, Georgia. Uh, so again, that's been quite competitive. It's, it's not as big a bracket, I suppose, as others are. Uh, but the juniors, still very ultra-competitive there. Second was Carrie's Graham, of course, and third was Catherine Spears. Uh, so, yeah, quite a hard-fought competition there. So, But yes, well done to Georgia. Picking up the, the championship there, indeed. Moving on to our adult drum majors. And of course, Keisha been living under a stone. Yeah, Cara Gilmer picking up the top spot. Now, I did say that Cara could well be in there. Yeah, Cara's been having quite a competitive season this year. And here she is picking up the top spot at the Scottish. Not bad at all. Well done, Cara. And of course, our own uh, Big Rab Show team member, James Kennedy, finished in second spot uh, on M&D Preference. So well done, James. Not bad. In third was Liam Renton. Fourth was Gib Fraser. Fifth was Jason Price from Rivara, of course. And uh, in sixth then was Kevin Renton. There you are. So, yes, congratulations to Cara Gilmer picking up the top spot there at the Scottish Championships. And some would say... Some would say, whenever we're starting to get into world's prediction territory, Cara will definitely be in that conversation, I dare say. Hmm. 
There you are. Right, well, moving on. Let's get to the bands then, shall we? On to Novice Juvenile B, which I have to say was a stupidly competitive grade on the day with some great performances. But coming out on top was St. Columbus School there. Yes, indeed. And uh, if anything, they have quite an, uh, an interesting opportunity at the moment. They are looking for tutors in St. Columbus School. So we have shared out the links and, ev- uh, links and everything. So if you are interested in actually taking that up, I'm not going to get into that story right now. Uh, but yes, links for how to be a tutor and everything with them are available on our uh, Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. We've shared all of that details out. So yes, you can actually go and be a tutor there. It's in Columbus School. There you are. So yes, picking up a title then at the Scottish. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So moving on then to Novice Juvenile A. Again, another incredibly competitive grade. Four in here and four of which we were watching like a hawk. But yes, coming out on top was Dollar Academy. Picking it up on ensemble preference. Lifting the drumming, however, it was George Watson's College. Yeah, they're novice band. So yeah, not bad at all. So I think honestly, looking at the two novice grades, Novice A and Novice B, this it's simply brilliant. If you haven't looked at the talent of these young kids, you're really missing out. But the next one that I'm going to be talking about is where the... Oh, this is so interesting to watch this grade, man. It's just insane. I'm ta- Of course, I'm talking about the juveniles. Yes, grade juveniles. Wow. And the reason we were really watching this with interest is because... Not only did we have our usual three uh, in there competing, but we also had St. Thomas in there, of course, from the United States, uh, who didn't have a bad weekend, by all accounts. Finishing up third overall, and actually picking a second place in drumming as well, behind Dollar, so not bad. And so, yeah, yeah, of course, lifting the top spot then on the day for Juveniles was Dollar Academy, with ones right across the board. First some piping, first ensemble, and of course, lifting the drumming title as well. Not a bad weekend's work for Dollar. But also, I have to stress, not a bad weekend's work for St. Thomas. Yeah, finishing up third overall. In second spot was George Watson's, and in fourth spot then was Preston Lodge. There you are. So yeah, quite a competitive grade, and there's been a lot of moving and shaking in that grade. Now that St. Thomas is in the mix, it's going to be an interesting one to see where they fall out whenever it comes to the big game then next week. That'll be a difficult one to figure out, I suppose, when it comes to predictions. Right, let's get into grade 4B. Lifting the top spot and Scottish champion is Govan Schools and Community Pipe Band. Yes, not bad. And yeah, of course, lifting the drumming title as well. With a first in ensemble, one first in piping, but one piping judge had them fourth. But uh, either way, that was enough to pull them into that top spot. In second spot was Kilbarchan. That band that I always pronounce wrong is Kilbarkan, Rab, not Kilbarchan. Yeah, Kilbarkin. <laughs> Stockbridge was third. Trin Blackrock was fourth in ensemble preference. Brisbane Boys were in the prizes. Yeah! Yeah, Brisbane Boys College were in fifth spot. Not bad result for them. Their first competition as they've landed here in the UK and they're in the top five, so not bad. And yeah, in sixth spot then was Dunan Argyle again on ensemble preference. So again, quite a mixed grade with um, some positions that were... Yeah, unexpected, I suppose. Uh, so, but yeah, you can go and have a listen uh, to <laughs> to a lot of the performances. We have filmed some of them. We didn't manage to catch Brisbane Boys College, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, you can have a look at the full summary sheets yourself, and again, draw your own conclusions. Uh, yeah, uh, there are some ones kind of hmm, what? Uh, but it, yeah, 
It's quite an interesting grade, grade 4B. But full congratulations to our Scottish champions there, Govan Schools. And also, again, I mentioned them again, Brisbane Boys College. You know, making that massive journey all the way from Australia and then finishing at the top five in their first competition here in the UK this year. So, yeah, fantastic result for them. Moving on to grade 4A, of course, our Scottish champions are Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, lifting the top spot there. Uh, yeah, with a first in piping, a first in ensemble, and then a second, second, second in piping, second in drumming. Uh, so, but yeah, again, not a bad result for them. And another one, yeah, for the Brisbane Boys College, finishing in second. Yeah, an ensemble preference. And uh, to say that the band was happy would be an understatement. Yeah, I. <laughs> I think we could hear the cheers all the way over here in Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, so second in ensemble preference, Brisbane Boys College, not a bad result. Third place in ensemble preference was Uddingston, Strathclyde. Not bad. And they managed to lift the drumming title as well. There you are. I think, is that the Gordon Jelly trophy that you get for Grade 4A? I think I, I, think I picked up that one. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, and uh, fourth place was Rossay and District. Fifth place was the Mighty Vale, uh, who did not disappoint, actually. Great performance from the Vale in 4A. And uh, yeah, in sixth spot then was Strathendrick Pipe Band. There you are. So again, not a bad competition by all accounts. A lot of names and bands and things that I was wanting to hear and see and everything. Unfortunately, I have yet to hear uh, some of them. I'm still kind of digging out performances. Uh, Bands such as Royal High, I haven't heard yet. Pennywick and District, I haven't heard them. Uh, So I am still kind of digging through whatever archives I can find and try and find these performances. But yeah, congratulations, Lower Clyde, for picking up the top spot. Scottish champion. And to Uddingston as well for lifting that drumming. Yeah, Uddingston Strathclyde, not bad. Well done. On to grade 3B then. This was quite a competitive grade on the day. Not going to lie. Uh, we filmed quite a number of these performances. And they're up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. And uh, we couldn't call it. that. This was a really tricky grade. Uh, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know quite how the, the judges managed to separate the bands. Because the standard was really high. Uh, but yes. Full congratulations to our Scottish champion. The Royal Scots Dragoon Guards Pipes and Drums. Yes, with two firsts in piping and a first in ensemble. Second in drumming, however. But yes, first place overall. Yeah, lifting that Scottish Championship quite convincingly. Uh, lifting the drumming then was Macanta Pipe Band. However, they finished in seventh position overall. Out of that top six, but uh, still managing to lift the drumming. So not a bad result for Macanta. In second place was Ebrador, Pitlockery and Blair Athol. Again, cracking result for them. Third place was Scottish Borders. Yes. And fourth place was Methyl and District. Airpipe Band Society were in fifth. And uh, Mulgai was in sixth spot. So, yeah, quite an interesting grade to watch. As I say, we have a few of those performances up there on the Rab Show page. Definitely worth checking out, for sure. And so... Yeah, I think Grade 3B is shaping up to be ultra-competitive. It has been off to a bit of a slow start, don't get me wrong. Um, things were a very mixed bag at the start of the season. Uh, but now things are getting a lot sharper now. And the gap between bands is beginning to tighten there in 3B. So not an easy one to look at and, and try and pick out a winner. So yeah, that's a challenge for you. So go and have a look at that. Grade 3B, definitely a competitive grade for sure. Moving on to grade 3A then, of course, Scottish champions, Johnstone. Yes, what a cracking 
performance by Johnstone. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I certainly have. Played her back a few times, actually. Really enjoyed it. So well done to Johnstone. Not a bad result for them at all. Uh, D-Side Caledonia then, finishing in second. They also lifted the drum in, in the grade as well. And also shout, shout out to Tully Lagan, uh, who finished in third position overall. Not a bad weekend's work there by the mighty Lagan. Go on, the Lagan! Yeah! I have to do that, of course. In fourth place, we had Stockbridge. And Stockbridge had a real strong performance. Um, I was actually quite surprised that they were down in fourth. Uh, but, yeah, two seconds in piping. Uh, but they had a tenth in drumming. I don't know what happened there. So, yeah, I think the drumming, something must have went wrong there. But, uh, yeah, either way, that pulled them down into fourth spot uh, with a fifth in ensemble. So, yeah, there must be some something happening in the drumming then. I, I'm just not sure. I haven't heard it yet myself, so I can't draw my own conclusions. Uh, but there you are. But picking up two seconds and piping for Stockbridge, yeah, that's. I would urge you to go and have a listen to them. There's some good music being played there. Also, shout out to the Vale of Athol. Yeah, finishing in the top five spot. Not a bad weekend's work there, guys. And yes, Denny, Denny and Donny place and finished up in sixth spot as well. So, yeah, I think overall, again, this is pretty much very similar to Grade 3B, where the gaps between bands are certainly beginning to tighten. And, yeah, being able to judge a grade like Grade 3A earlier in the season might have been a little easier, uh, but certainly now, towards the latter half of the season, it's not getting any easier at all. In fact, I don't envy our judges trying to separate bands and put them into positions. So, yeah, shout out to Johnstone lifting that Scottish Championship. Not a bad result at all. And to Deeside, by the way, by, uh, for lifting the Drummond title as well. So, yeah quite an interesting grade to watch now i argued this on the podcast last week that one of the most competitive grades on the grass is grade two and it did not disappoint oh my god yes it was stupidly ridiculous the standard of bands in grade two is off the chain at the minute it's like you're listening to grade one you know, grade one, the sequel kind of thing. <laughs> Every band in this grade sounded incredible. So, yeah, have to give a shout out then to Ravara, who picked up the top spot with two firsts in piping. However, a second in drumming, third in ensemble, but still enough points-wise to pull them into that top spot. Yeah, deserved Scottish champions. Well done, Ravara. Now... In second spot was Buck and Peterson, and they actually lifted the drumming as well. So there you are. Shout out to Buck and Peterson. And in third spot was the band that I sung the praises of last week, of course. And I told you to listen to them, and a lot of people thanked me for that. So Kilcherman Distillery, I Love Islay. Yeah, they've really been coming into their own this last while, finding their sound this season. Uh, so quite, a, quite an awesome band there. So they're doing some quite amazing things. Uh, so, mm. Go and have a listen to Isle of Isle if you haven't yet. So, yeah, quite quite a good band on the road there for sure. Check out the Isle. Uh, so in fourth spot then was Uddingston. Yes, great performance by Uddingston, by the way. And they actually lifted first in ensemble. Uh, but yes, down in fourth position overall. But again, some real interesting music being played there by Uddingston. In fifth spot then was Manor Cunningham. Now, I was expecting Manor to perhaps finish a little higher in the results because they've been sounding... Really quite cool and really good over here, uh, you know, this side of the Irish Sea. But, yeah, when they're over there in Dumbarton, I don't know if they had issues on the day or what exactly happened. But, uh, yeah, Manor down in the prize list there. But still in the top five, still in there for a fight. So, yeah, 
good, good on you, man. Still, still sticking in there. Absolutely. In sixth spot, then, we have the Royal Borough of Annan. Now, yeah, Royal Borough, again, never to be outcounted. You know, they're always a dark horse. But so here they are, still in the top six. And again, some really interesting music being played by them. So, yeah, I say grade two, and I'll say it again. Yeah, it's possibly one of the most competitive grades on the grass. And uh, if you aren't going to be checking out Grade 1 at the Worlds this year, then definitely set up your pitch at Grade 2. You're in for a blister in competition. It's, oh, the standard in Grade 2 is ridiculous. And so, yeah, shout out to all of these bands in Grade 2. Regardless if you picked up silverware or not, the Grade 2 standard this year, it's just insane. And I know I'm going to get criticism for that, but I don't care. I Honestly, I really enjoy watching Grade 2 this year. It's been such a good grade. Uh, So onwards, onwards to grade one. Of course, by now, you all know that Field Marshal lifted it. Yes. Go on, the FM. Now, I said last week that uh, in my heart, I would love Field Marshal to lift it because then as a spectator, that means that Inverary have won two championships and Field Marshal have won two championships. And then someone also pointed out to me that Field Marshal have won two MSR events and Inverary have won two medley events. Now, maybe that could be stuff that Rab got wrong, but I believe that to be true. So, doesn't that make it interesting then for the world? Oh, baby! Who's going to come out on top on the Friday? Who's going to come out on top on the Saturday? Who's going to be crowned champion? Oh, my God! This is so much fun! Yeah, as a spectator, honestly... That was gold. When I seen the result from Field Marshal, of course I was chuffed for them to win that top spot. But yeah, I was also chuffed for every spectator out there and for me being a commentator and all of this. It just makes it so exciting, you know? Two major titles going to Inverary. Two major titles going to Field Marshal. Who will come out on top at the Worlds? Tune in and find out. Dun, dun, dun. You can just see like a big movie trailer, you know. <laughs> the Battle of the Giants. That kind of thing. So much fun. But hey, go and watch their MSR performance. It was blistering. I think Field Marshal put on a bit of a clinic in MSR performance. It was simply breathtaking. So well done to the Field Marshal. Yeah, deserved Scottish champions for sure. However, I have to say, Inverary were never to be uncounted. And they definitely put on a blister in performance as well. And also lifting the Drummond title as well. I have to mention, Field Marshal lifted that top spot at the Scottish with a seventh, seventh place in Drummond. Now, that was unexpected. Now, they had a first first in piping, first in ensemble, but a seventh in Drummond. Now, some people have raised the question, how can you finish first in ensemble but have a seventh in Drummond? It's an interesting one. I don't know. Uh, Again, I would always say that we are not in the circle with the clipboard. We don't hear what that judge hears. So it's an interesting question, however. That's all where I'm going to leave it. Uh, You can draw your own conclusions for that one. But uh, yeah, either way, Field Marshal did have enough points to pull them into that top spot. With Inverary having two-thirds in piping. uh, A first in drumming, but a fourth in ensemble. Which I found surprising. I honestly would have had them much higher there. But uh, 
Yeah, the overall sheets for the Scottish does not help whenever we're trying to look at predictions. Let's just say that. In third place, <laughs> in third place, we had Boghall, of course, which was awesome to see them back to that top three again. So chuffed to see them guys back in the top three. Uh, with a second in Drummond, third ensemble, and a fifth, fourth in Piping. So, yeah, quite an interesting set of results for Boggies, uh, but so great to see them in that top three spot again. An ensemble preference. There you are. In fourth spot then was a band that I told you to look out for, and that was Shots. Yes, and they did not disappoint at all. Finishing in fourth, uh, but they had two seconds in piping right behind the field marshal. So, again, nipping on their heels right there. So, if you were looking at it for piping results, you would have had field marshal, Shots, then Inverary. That makes for some interesting reading. Uh, so then, yeah, their drumming place, however, they they were down in fifth in drumming and fifth in ensemble. So overall, points-wise, that pulled them into fourth spot behind Boghall because they had that ensemble preference. Yeah, so an interesting mix of results there. Yes, so, yeah, shout-out to Shots and uh, uh, putting on quite an interesting performance. Yeah, I'll go and listen to it. Yeah, quite a strong one. Yeah, I think the unison, I think, for Shots was something that really came across for their piping it was, yeah it was very very good okay moving on scottish power were in fifth of course uh, with a second in ensemble and a lot of people again were scratching their heads going how could that happen how could you finish fifth but have a second in ensemble hmm uh, but there you are draw your own conclusions and in sixth spot then we had police scotland fife there you are so again folks i have to say looking at grade one at the moment I don't. I just. I don't know. I just don't know. Whenever people ask me about predictions and stuff, and you just can't call it, you just can't, and because the standard in Grade One is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But uh, how judges manage to separate these bands, I'll never know. Um, one kind of thing that really kind of hit the headlines, and some people did really want me to talk about this, is that this is the first competition in quite a number of years. That St. Lawrence Atul have not finished in the top six. Yeah, St. Lawrence finished up seventh overall. Uh, they had two sixes in piping, a sixth in drumming, and a seventh in ensemble. So that knocked them out of that top six. After that, we had in St. Lawrence, we had Police Scotland and Federation with those new drums. They were in eighth in ensemble preference, Johnstone, and then Klaus Kelt. Now, i be honest, when I was watching the St. Lawrence Atul performance, I did not have them down in 7th. I had them much higher in the prizes, in fact. I really enjoyed their MSR performance. So, hey, I'm not in there with a clipboard, as I said before. I have no idea what that judge heard and what they had to mark down on their crit sheets. So, hey, again, it's one of those things. You can draw your own conclusions, but, yeah, this... It's kind of a bitter blow for St. Lawrence Atul. It's been quite a difficult season for the guys at Slot. And it's been yeah, a year of building, I suppose, and maintaining and all of that. It's Yeah, but this is a difficult pill to swallow right ahead of the World Championships. The first time that St. Lawrence are out of the top six, I think since... Uh, I can't think back, back when, but it's been a long time. Uh, so, yeah, dropping out of that t- top six there, not... Not the best position, I'm sure, and a lot of the members of the band will be disappointed, I'm sure. But if anything, it may well put the bit between their teeth. St. Lawrence Atul are never a band to lie down. And uh, yeah, I have no doubt that St. Lawrence Atul 
will come out of the Scottish Championships fired up and ready to hit the grass. So if anything, we're looking forward to seeing them at Newcastle this weekend for the Heart O'Down Championships. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing some St. Lawrence Atul with some fire in their belly. It'll be quite an interesting competition at Newcastle. And um, yeah, as St. Lawrence Atul continue to yeah work hard and i'm sure we will see them back in that top six very soon indeed there you are so there you are folks i hope for everyone who's messaged me and said oh rab looking forward to this week's pod can't wait to have i can't wait to hear what you have to say about the scottish there you are i hope that makes perfect sense for you <laughs> there's a lot of people were wanting to know what i thought and felt about the uh, the dumbarton competition in the scottish championship so there you are i've told you and um <clears throat> I don't know. I think for a lot of it, you have to kind of draw your own conclusions. All right. Because there, again, some of the results, especially in the master sheets, they are sort of a mixed bag, you know. And again, we're not in there with a clipboard and everything, but it does kind of draw into question. Like, how does that happen? Like, how do you get, like, you know, positions well down in the pecking order, but yet you finish up in the top three or top five, whatever? It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, there you go. This is stuff that us spectators can look at and pontificate over for ages, and that's what we do here in the pod, indeed. Okay, I have to give a plug then. Moving on, away from the Scottish and Dumbarton, let's look down under for the Western Australia Police Pipe Band. They're going to be throwing a huge concert, their first concert actually since the pandemic, I suppose. This will be held on the 8th of October, and it's called Superfly. Superfly! Woo! And I love that title. It looks that it looks really cool, actually. So this will be held on the 8th of October in Mandurah Baptist College. And then they're actually taking on tour. There's another date then. 15th of October in Churchland Senior High School. And if you are interested, uh, you can go and check out the Western Australia Police Pipe Band on their social media. Where they have all the links there where you can go and grab your tickets on eventbrite.com. Uh, so, hi, it's just brilliant to see this band back in concert action again after what was quite a big break. So, shout out to Wapal, as they're affectionately known as, and uh, Superfly. What an awesome name for a, a concert. That Yep, so fantastic. So, yeah, wishing you the best of luck there, folks, and you hit the stage. And uh, hopefully, with a bit of luck, we'll see some, some little kind of snippets and stuff online with a bit of luck. So... Yeah, there you are. All right. Oh, I have to harken back to the story I mentioned earlier about uh, St. Columbus School. Uh, yeah, the tutor position that they have is a part-time uh, spot that they have. I don't know if I said that it was full-time there earlier, but yeah, it's a part-time position that they have available. So that, again, we have mentioned all of that on our socials. You can go and check out all the links for the details if you do want to be a part of that. Alrighty, well, moving on then to our next little news story. So before we get into this week's topic of the week and everything, where we're talking all about Pipe and Live, I have to give a little mention to the City of Dunedin Pipe Band. And uh, yeah, they're preparing for their trip, of course. They're coming over to the Worlds to compete and everything. But um, have you seen what they've been putting on their socials? Ooh, baby! City of Dunedin don't sound half bad. Yeah, very competitive. So go and have a look at them. Uh, we've shared a video just before I was recording this podcast here tonight. Uh, go and check that out. City of Dunedin Pipe Band. They've uploaded a little clip of stuff at the band. Or, yeah, they're working. Let's just say. And they definitely seem to be clicking musically as well. So go and check that out. City of Dunedin Pipe Band. That's going to be interesting to see what uh, what happens in the circle at the Worlds. Hmm. Anyway, interested to see them. I just wanted to give that a bit of a plug. Indeed. (laughs) 
Alrighty. I also have to mention good friends of ourselves, of course, uh, to the Big Rab Show podcast. I have to give a mention to Chanter Rant. Oh, yes, of course, the Chanter Rant podcast, uh, which are not for the faint-hearted. I have to say, adult conversations and language is associated, uh, but definitely if you are a piping fan at all and you haven't checked out Chanter Rant yet, and you're not of the faint of heart, then definitely go and check it out. It's a good laugh. Uh, well, I have to mention that they're actually coming up very shortly on episode 200. And I have to say full congratulations to them. Uh, I think they've released an episode just there today. I can't remember which episode number, but I know it's getting close to that big 200. Uh, so congratulations to the guys at Chanter Rant. I'm hoping that, uh, I think, uh, well, I'm, I know for a fact that they're going to have a bit of a celebratory event to mark the occasion and I think they will be releasing it as a recorded episode of the pod. So looking forward to that. So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Chanda Rant. From us at the Rab Show team, uh, just wanted to wish you the very best for episode 200. If and when it gets recorded and released. <laughs> if and when. <laughs> there you are. It'll happen. It'll happen. So, yeah, shout out to the Chanda Rant. And any fans of Chanda Rant, by the way, be sure to go over there and say congratulations to the guys. Because we know what it's like hitting that 200 milestone it's not an easy thing by any means. It is a bit of a slog. Uh, so, yeah, full congratulations to them there. The mighty Chandaran hitting episode 200 in the coming weeks, indeed. All right. <clears throat> so, you guessed it, folks. There's been so much other news and updates and stuff. Album releases, book releases, and things like that. They're all ahead of us. But we need to get into this week's topic. So, if there is anything that we did manage to miss this week, then please do email us, as always. BigRabShow at gmail.com. A big rap show at gmail.com. Send us in uh, your angry emails and let us know what we missed this week. Uh, but seriously, there was so much. It, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It seems to be everybody waited for these two weeks and then it all just happens at once. Uh, so book releases, albums, there's been concerts, uh, fundraising efforts. There's, there's so much. And uh, yeah, I have no doubt at all that I've probably missed stuff. So hi, all I can do is throw my hands up and say, yes, we've missed stuff apologies uh, but we need to move on otherwise this pod will just be hours long <laughs> all right so yes you guessed it we are heading into one of the biggest piping festivals ever uh in the calendar yeah we're heading to piping live so each and every year we do this i think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week the British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClelland from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. 
Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And yes, we're going to be talking about it. The Piping Live Festival is here. And yes, we haven't been able to do one of these specialist episodes for a while on Piping Live. But yes, in case you haven't listened to any of our previous ones in previous years, uh, what we do here is every year when Piping Live rolls round, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we pick out our own particular highlights. So we go through the entire festival lineup day by day and we tell you which ones we believe that you should be hitting uh, for maximum enjoyment. Yeah, but that's not to say that there's also events on here that we might not mention that are you know you can forget about them but no there's some serious amount of piping on offer here and it's obviously really quite difficult to get it all packed in for example we're going to say well the festival pretty much kicks off good and proper on the 8th of august which is next week uh, but uh, it's actually started tonight believe it or not august 3rd it's the silver chanter Silver Chanter's on right now, as I'm recording this. Uh, so that would definitely have been an event that we would have recommended you to check out. So, yeah, Pipe and Live has officially kind of started right now with the Silver Chanter. Uh, it is officially a Pipe and Live event, but uh, I suppose everyone will be looking towards the Monday. Monday, the August the 8th. So, yeah, we'll start there. Uh, so, yeah, as much as we're mentioning all of these events... Um, they are a combination of both in-person and online live stream, and some aren't being live streamed, however. But I have to say that if you can't make it to Pipe and Live, then don't worry. Go along to pipeandlive.co.uk and you can buy the Festival Pass, which will, yeah, open the doors for all of the live stream content that they will be producing. And let's just say there is hours and hours and hours of content there on offer. So... No matter where you are around the globe, if you can't make it to Glasgow for Pipe and Live this year, don't worry. Yes, you can get that festival pass and you can tune in on your front room and uh, yeah, catch some blistering piping from arguably one of the biggest piping festivals in the world. Yeah. Alrighty, so as I've said, uh, yeah, ourselves and the Rab Show team have went went through this festival day by day, and we've picked out our own particular picks. Now, I have to say, again, there will be some events that we do omit here, uh, but they are not being outcounted. These are just ones that, yeah, we just simply won't have time for, because... Yeah, looking at the Pipe and Life Festival, there is so much to pack in every day. You're simply not going to be able to catch it all. And that's one thing that we definitely want to put across here. That the Piping Live Festival is wall-to-wall piping, drumming, so much happening. 
Yeah, it'll be nigh on impossible to catch everything. So we're going to give you our own particular picks like we do every year and to act as a bit of a guide. So if you do want to check out some, oh, Big Rab's here to go to that. So yeah, there you are. That's what this pod's all about. So, all right. The 8th of August sees the start of everything for Piping Live, so it's quite a busy day by all accounts. Kicking things off, of course, for the Piping End, we have the Masters, the Masters Solo Piping Competition. We have both the Peabrook and the MSR that's all taking place at the National Piping Centre. So, yeah, the Masters always is a huge draw for the beginning of the festival and pulls in some big-name competitors, of course. So, yeah, Callum Bowman, I think, was a previous winner. So, yeah, go and check that out if you are interested in some early competitive piping early on in the festival. Possibly for us drummers, however, there's quite a big event actually happening on the Monday. And you might think, hold on, Rab, it's a piping festival. Why is there drumming happening? Well... There is. At the National Piping Centre on Otego Street, we have the British Adult Solo Drumming Championship again, with some pre-world qualification spots open there. So, yeah, a lot of... Yeah. Hmm. That's going to be an interesting one. So the British Adult Solos opening the doors, and with those pre-world qualification spots, is going to be quite hard fought for. So looking forward to seeing how that one develops for us drummers, having a little bit of uh, action there at Piping Live. Indeed. So looking at the Monday, of course we have the Buchanan Street Pipe Bands. They're back again every single day throughout the Piping Festival, the Piping Live Festival. We have the Buchanan Street Pipe Bands. And we have a bit of a schedule then for each day. So on day one we have Govan Schools. We have uh, East Ayrshire Pipe Band Academy. Yeah, and then we also have the Isle of Arran Pipe Band. They're going to be there in Buchanan Street too. So that really adds a lot of life to the centre of Glasgow. Buchanan Street is like one of the main shopping thoroughfares in the city. So it'll be quite busy uh, with a lot of shoppers and holidaymakers and stuff. So when you slap a pipe band in the centre of it, oh, bedlam. It's just perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. I love it. So yeah, the Buchanan Street Pipe Bands are back again. And yeah, we have to recommend them pretty much every day. Uh, also, at the Street Cafe, at, outside the National Piping Centre, we have, on the Monday, the Ross Miller Trio. Oh my god! Yep, Ross Miller is bringing his trio band to the Street Cafe on the Monday. Now, you talk about a way to kick off the Street Cafe. Oh, Oh my word. And then we also have uh, the first heat of the Pipe Idol competition as well. So that's opening the doors again this year. Again, wow. So you'll have Ross Miller on stage with the trio band. That's going to be blistering. So you really need to check that out for sure. Now, a band that we are really interested to see on day one uh, is one that we have. We actually spoke to the guy on the podcast here before, Matthew Welch and his band Blar Vuster. Yeah, they're making a return to Piping Live and really looking forward to seeing this. Uh, so they're going to be playing at the Blue Arrow Jazz Club. So doing some improvisational uh, jazz and uh, bagpiping fusion and stuff. So if you are looking for some radically unique bagpipe virtuosity and encyclopedic command of multi-instrumentalism and global performance practices... <sighs> That's a mouthful. Uh, But yes, you can go and check that out. That's going to be really interesting there. So go and check that out. Some Kill Nua. Yeah. So at the Blue Arrow Jazz Club. That's going to be on the Monday, the 8th. Yeah. Also then, if you're you're not knackered by this point, you can go along to the Strathclyde Suite at the Royal 
concert hall there in Glasgow for Emerging Composers 20 Years Young. Now, this is a huge event. We've been talking about this for quite a while. Uh, where as part of Piping Live, there were going to be 10 brand new pieces of music that have been created and composed specifically for the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Now, they were asking for emerging composers from around Scotland um, if they wanted to compose music for a pipe band, that now was their chance. So now we had 10 new young composers in the game and they've composed all sorts of incredible music for the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. I do know that they've been working furiously behind the scenes on this and does involve quite a number of instruments, not just the National Youth Band, but they have backing musicians in there and some very intricate arrangements. So really looking forward to that. So, hey, if you are interested in that at all, then go along and check that out. So the Emerging Composers 20 years young, celebrating 20 years of the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. And what a way to market. So, yeah, that's uh, you can get your tickets now for that one, actually, at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall box office. So that's going to be quite an interesting performance for sure. They have some brand new music, never before heard, indeed. Alrighty, moving on to the next day then, August the 9th. Now, I do know there's quite a number of events on um, August 8th on the Monday that we did manage to skip over. But, hi. Again, there's just too much happening. Of course, that kicking thing. I forgot to mention the big band. The Pipe and Live big band. Ah, and then we have the gig in the gallery, which is Kelvin Grove Museum there. There's performances every day there. So, hey, there's just so much to pack in. It's kind of ridiculous. Anyway, at the Pipe and Live Festival on the Tuesday then, August 9th, uh, we have uh, Learn It Live. Uh, they're actually doing a bit of a focus on Peabrook. So an introduction for newcomers. Now, this really piqued my interest because I know a lot of folk out there, especially in the band scene, that would never look at Peabrook music and actually think that they could play it. You know, it is seen as kind of, you know, the classical music of the bagpipe and perhaps a lot of band players would just never want to, yeah, dip their toes in the world of Peabrook. But, uh, yeah, I would urge you to give it a uh, give it a shot. And this is one such event that would help you do such a thing. So an introduction to Peabrook music for newcomers. And that's part of Learn It Live. So that's at Ontego Street. Ontego Street, again, there in sunny Glasgow at the National Piping Centre. Also at the other National Piping Centre, they're having a bit of a family fun day. Where they're encouraging you to bring along the kiddos. And, uh, yeah, where they can uh, try out some piping, drumming, tenor drumming, lift a chanter and play a few notes for the first time. And encourage kids to lift the instrument for the first time. So, hey, go and check that out. Bit of a family fun day at the National Piping Centre. That's awesome, by the way. Including all the young kids and stuff. you kidding me? It's going to be brilliant. So, the bands at Buchanan Street on the Tuesday, you'll not be disappointed. Where do you hear this for a list? Yeah, we have the City of Edinburgh, Pipe Band, not bad, in Buchanan Street. The first band on. Second band are the Tattoo Pipes and Drums from Scotland. Now, I do believe that this is the Tattoo Band that are playing at the Edinburgh Military Tattoo. I could be wrong. But they're simply known as the Tattoo Pipes and Drums of Scotland. Uh, and uh, yeah, 2 p.m. then after that, they're followed by the Sons of the Ho- Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band from Nazareth. Yes, after all of their controversy and everything and uh, not being entered for the draw and everything, well, now suddenly they're here. They will be there in Buchanan Street on the Tuesday. So this will be our first time, actually, to hear them, I suppose. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Sons of Holy Land Pipe Band. Really looking forward to that performance on the Tuesday in Buchanan Street. Followed which, we will have the Northwest Junior Pipe Band from the United States in Buchanan Street. So that will be a great experience for them there. Buchanan Street, honestly, it is a highlight. I know we're going to pick it out quite a number of times, but definitely go and check that out uh, on the Tuesday. The band performance is there, indeed. 
Okay, moving on. Um, each and every day, there is a lunchtime recital at the National Piping Centre. Each day, they do have a piper, a specific piper in mind, where they do play a recital. And on the Tuesday, there's one that I wanted to draw your attention to. Yeah, Matt McIsaac. Now, we've had Matt on the show before, and again, you guys know that Matt can play a blistering tune. So really looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to his recital, actually, at the Piping Centre. So... There you are. Go and check out Matt McIsaac and his lunchtime recital. Now, there's another, there's a product launch. One of which that I don't know an awful lot about, but I'm intrigued. The Peeb Mobile Bagpipes launch. This is happening on the Tuesday. Now, apparently, now don't cut me down because this is, like I said, I don't know much about this. But it's a mobile app that allows you to play bagpipes on your phone. I don't understand it, but hey, not apparently, you know, you could put your fingers on the screen and hold it and then actually play tunes and stuff. So, hmm. So, yeah, this event apparently will be free in person and will be part of the online live stream where you can actually tune in and actually watch this happening online. So, yeah, the Peeb Mobile Bagpipes launch. It's a mobile app for your phone. So Peeb is P-E-E-B, by the way. So that's interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, i been looking forward to that. Uh, we also have the second Heat of Pipe Idol, of course. Now, I did mention earlier, of course, about the Eliza Ross uh, collection and uh, how it was, you know, discovered in a house and everything. And then they're bringing this collection back, which is full of song, fiddle music, bagpipe and piano and all of that. that was from all the way back in 1812. Uh, so, yeah, quite an interesting collection there for uh, the Eliza Ross collection. That's being released on the Tuesday. Yeah. Also, I have to give a mention to, of course, one of the biggest events that's happening that day, again, in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. It is the International Quartet Competition. Yes, it's opening its doors again. And we have bands represented, such as People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. We have Johnstone, yeah, Scottish Power. Shots and Diecat and the 78th Fraser Highlanders. There you are. Not a bad competition. And again, it's always incredibly uh, hard fought. So the bands always love to see w- themselves winning this competition. So it's very, very competitive. Uh, so there you are. That's happening on the Tuesday there at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. Indeed. So that's pretty much it for your Tuesday for our picks and stuff. Now, there are a load of other things that we did manage to miss there. Of course, there's the Festival Club. Uh, there's the Come and Try. There's uh, Gaelic Lessons, of course, all Tuesday all the way through Thursday. Uh, so, yeah, and there's the MH product launch as well at the Street Cafe where they're launching a new brand of reeds. And so, again, there's so much. There's so much happening on the Tuesday. So there you go. All right, moving on to our next day then. Once you've finished Into the We Are's... <laughs> <laughs> on the Tuesday night at the Festival Club, and you can peel your eyes open the following morning, you're into Wednesday. Now, of course, I'm going to mention it. On the Wednesday, Big Rab Show Live, baby! Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live, of course. It's t- it's going to be on the, our pick, because we are so stupidly excited for it. We will hearken back to our word of the week, of course, which is surprise that's about as much as i'm going to say we have a lot of big name guests lined up for this and we cannot wait to hit the stage let's just say that normally uh, well uh, we've done pipe and live before and whenever i was preparing for that first time at pipe and live i was incredibly nervous and a bit shaky and go oh god i don't want to do this kind of thing but this time round oh 
I'm so excited to hit stage, man. I just, I cannot wait. It's just going to be so much fun to hit that button and start the show and record an episode of the podcast in front of an audience. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, with that being said, it's definitely a pick, but shamelessly so. I know promoting our own event and everything, but come on, Rap. Uh, but yeah, honestly, we have quite a treat in store for you. It's going to be quite a packed show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Serious amount of fun. Uh, with some audience interaction as well. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, also, if you're on Patreon as well, you're going to get some extras back there on Patreon as well from Big Rab Show Live. So again, I have to stress... I have to pinch myself whenever I say that the Big Rab Show is a part of Piping Live. I've been a huge fan of the Piping Live Festival since it started and since I started going. And uh, yeah, I, I have to say, to say that I'm actually a part of that festival is just a dream come true. And to say that we've now going to be doing it twice it's just ridiculous. So, yeah, a huge thank you to the organizers of Piping Live. It's an absolute honor to be a part of such an incredible festival. And we cannot wait to hit that stage, baby. Oh, it's going to be good. All right. Let's get into our picks then. Aside from Rab Show Live. Okay. Uh, I have to say, Learn It Live. Uh, there's quite a few interesting Learn It Lives here. And Otago Street on the 10th. There's a couple of events actually that we're going to want to hit. Uh, there's one on Cape Breton music. Uh, one of which, yeah, I definitely want to go to that. I do love a bit of Cape Breton music. I do know a lot of the fiddle music and stuff that's associated with Cape Breton. And I do know a lot of that fiddle music came from pipe tunes and stuff. That went across, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I'd well, love to learn a lot more about Cape Breton music. And, yeah, some of the connections there. So that would be interesting. Also, uh, we'll get to learn about the music of Duncan Johnstone. Yeah, quite a prolific figure and a big name in the piping scene, of course. So the, the music of Duncan Johnstone, that's going to be well worth picking up for sure. Yeah. Now, also, I have to mention that Peabrick at Piping Live is happening on the Wednesday, and that's going to be huge as well. And again, it's one of those ones that we really would encourage you to go to because Sandy Cameron will be there performing all sorts of different Peabricks and everything and walking you through everything as we go. And I think Ben Duncan will also be there as well, uh, performing two big tunes, but also explaining the tunes themselves. And again, I think this is all thanks to the Peabrick Society who are actually running this, and it will be all live-streamed, this one. So, yeah, definitely an event worth catching. If you are a Peabrick fan at all, and uh, so yeah, you have Sandy Cameron and Ben Duncan who will be performing at that. So, yeah, that's definitely one to catch for Peabrick fans, for sure. Yeah, so let's look at your pipe bands then. Of course, if you're not heading to Rab Show Live, and let's face it, you should be, uh, you have the Durham Regional Police Pipes and Drums from Canada will be making an appearance. Yeah, we also have the Highland Thistle Pipe Band from Argentina will be there. You'll also have a St. Columba Pipe Band will be making an appearance there too. And we haven't got a name for the band that's appearing at 3pm. So that might stand in our good stead because you should be at the Street Cafe anyway for Rab Show Live. <clears throat> Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, the lunchtime recital that day will be Connor Sinclair. So if you're heading to Rab Show Live, uh, but you're looking some pipe and action to squeeze in ahead of our show, then why not go to that? The lunchtime recital and for Connor Sinclair. I'm joking, of course. I'm joking. So there you go. Go along and check that out. That's going to be quite a cool performance there. Also, I have to mention there's another event that's happening at the National Piping Centre. And this is the Donald McPherson celebration. They're going to be holding a big celebration, which would have been 
Donald McPherson's 100th birthday. Now, I'm sure a lot of you out there recognise that name of Donald McPherson. He has a huge legacy in the piping world. A lot of folks really, they know who he is and his legacy in the piping scene with all of his incredible music. So they will be throwing a bit of a celebration, of course, for all of his life, music and compositions and everyone that he had influenced in the piping scene. Uh, so, uh, yeah, definitely go and check that out. It's at the National Piping Centre. You can go and grab tickets for it. It is ticketed, unfortunately. Uh, it's £10 a ticket for an in-person, uh, but this also will be live-streamed online, so you can tune in and watch that if you have the festival pass. Yeah. So that's Donald McPherson, a celebration, and that's definitely going to be worth catching for sure. So, yeah, we also have the third heat of Pipe Idol, definitely one to catch. We also have at the National Piping Centre, we have the Lowland and Border Piping Society are putting on a presentation called Ye Hellions, Ye Lowlands and Ye Lowlands. Yeah, my Scots isn't that great, but there you go. Ye Hillians and Ye Lowlands. I think it's to do between the Highlands and the Lowland folk. I don't know. But there you go. Yeah, but that's it. Get some Lowland and Border piping in there. Yeah, so I always like to kind of mix it up. Sometimes when you get to piping live, it's all Highland piping. But they've definitely provided us with quite a wide variety of piping this year. You know, with having, you know, the Lowland and Border side uh, pipers there as well. But we have a lot of Ullen pipers there as well, as well as pipes from around the globe. Yeah, it's quite a varied festival this year for sure. Then we'll close things off with some drinks in the Festival Club to the We Are's on Wednesday after we've had a pint or two at Rab Show Live, at Piping Live. And people have asked, will there be a bar? Yes, there is a bar. Uh, it's at the Street Cafe. You know, it's where you can just rock up. It's completely free. You dander in off the street. There's a bar. Get yourself a pint and a soft seat and enjoy some cracking banter. Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live, baby, on the Wednesday. Okay, the following day... Yeah, I have to mention then the Argyle and Sutherland Highlanders Book 2 launch. Yes. Oh, baby. Yeah, I don't know, guys. This is shaping up to be quite a huge event. I don't know if you've actually seen Volume 1 and just how huge that collection was. Well, Volume 2 is promising to be even larger. Now, I have it on good authority that there's quite a number of big names playing at this launch event, so you're going to want to get to that. Plus, if you do want to pre-order the book now, you can. I've been mentioning it in previous podcasts where you can go and pre-order it, and then it gets shipped out to you on the day of release. And, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pay some quite hefty shipping by all accounts, because I think the book itself weighs over a kilo. Um, So... That's quite big. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Argyle and Southern Highlanders and their Pipe Music Collection, Volume 2, which is about to drop. Now, after Volume 1, yeah, you just know you're going to have to get Volume 2, just how popular it was. So there you go. Uh, but, yes, I have to mention then, there's the bands, of course, playing on the Thursday. We have uh, Ben Gorm Highlanders are going to be in Buchanan Street. We have Gordon School Pipe Band. We also have the Sons of Hal- Holy Land are back again for another performance there on the Thursday. And we have yet to hear another band then finishing off in Buchanan Street. But they're your bands for the day. On the Thursday then, of course, we also have the Pipe Idol Heat number 4. And our lunchtime recital on the day will be Roddy McLeod. You, not bad. So, yeah, if you want to hang out with Roddy McLeod, MBE, for his lunchtime recital, that's where you go, the National Piping Centre. That's not bad. So, again, then, as I mentioned, the fourth heat of Pipe Idol is going to be there in the Street Cafe and on the Thursday. But then, in the National Piping Centre, good and proper, the final of Pipe Idol will be taking place on the same day. So, go and check that out. It's going to be in the National Piping Centre. This one's always packed out, by the way. Uh, so... 
yeah, definitely go go and check that out. The Pipe Idol Grand Final at the National Piping Centre. Now, not only that, but there's another competitive event that you're definitely going to want to get to. And this one always, all right, it always sells out. And people are always bitterly disappointed when they can't get tickets for it, even though I've warned you well in advance. <laughs> well in advance. Of course, I'm talking about the Pipe Major Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge. This competition, every year it runs at Pipe and Live, sells out within a heartbeat. Now, as far as I'm aware, at the date of recording this, tickets are still available. Yes, which is unheard of. So, yeah, maybe this is a bit of a dark horse and folks don't know what's happening, but yes, it's on and go and grab your tickets right now. Okay. I'm really kind of surprised that the tickets are still available for this. It doesn't make sense, but Hey, go and grab them. The Alistair Gillies Memorial uh, Recital Challenge. And competing here, we have Angus McCall, Finlay Johnson, Sarah Muir, Callum Beaumont, and Matt McIsaac. Oh, my God. Yep, that's five ridiculous <laughs> bagpipers who are going to be melting your face. Oh, my word. What a show. So, I, yeah, I mean it. I, I still can't believe you can't. You can get tickets for this. Now, people have been asking, will it be live streamed and stuff? And no, I believe it's ticket only uh, for attendees only. So the only way for you to see it is to actually be there in person. So, hmm, there you are. You've been warned. Go and grab your tickets for that when you can. All right. Okay, so then we finish things off on the Thursday, of course, with the Festival Club. And normally on the Thursday... People try and remain a little sensible, especially if you're competing in grade one the following day. However, for everyone else in every other grade, have at it, guys. Yeah, go to the Festival Club, club uh, throw down a few halfens and enjoy some, enjoy some thumping tunes there at the National Piping Centre for their Festival Club. Uh, so yeah, I actually really love the Festival Club. I know I keep mentioning it for each one, but it's a great way to, to wind up your day. You know, everyone meets again at the Piping Centre and says, oh, where did you go? Oh, I went to Otago Street and then I went to Buchanan Street and then I went, you know, you were all across the city and then you can all like talk about who you've seen, what you've seen. It's a great get together at the end of every day. So I would recommend it for sure. All right. As expected, on the Friday, it gets a little quieter. Yeah, for Pipe and Live. Because, of course, the Friday is the Grade 1 competition. Starts off good and proper in Glasgow Green for the World Championships. But that's not to say that Pipe and Live, that there's nothing happening. There's plenty happening, in fact. Uh, So, in Kelvin Grove Museum, there is still the gig at the gallery. And they're focusing on music from Ireland there. And throughout the whole festival, by the way, I have to say, uh, all the way through from the Monday, there is performances in Kelvin Grove Museum uh, by pipers so definitely go and check that out if you want to uh, also in the street cafe there is all sorts of sessions and in fact on the friday they're holding what they call the big street cafe session uh, which is going to be all sorts of good fun actually where you can just bring an instrument and join in uh, so it actually says on the tagline here bring your instruments as festival director finley mcdonald leads a session to close the street cafe for 2022 so there you are that what a way to finish the street cafe with a huge session just full of musicians so yeah if you aren't going to the friday with the worlds i don't know why you wouldn't be um but yeah if you are looking still for some pipe and live action then they go street go to the street cafe for a bit of a session not bad a bit of a sesh as they say now of course i can't go any further talking about the friday Without mentioning one of the biggest gigs that are on the entire roster for the entire festival. 
That is Rora in concert with Ross Ainsley and Bridget Campbell at the old fruit market. Oh my God. This gig is going to be insane. I have told you ever since this was announced, which was like early this year, it was like February, March time that this was announced that this was happening. Oh my God. Apparently it's now only standing room only and that you need to grab tickets for this in person of course but honestly folks this is ridiculous rora put on a breathtaking show if you've ever listened to their live album of course live from the old fruit market when they celebrated 10 years on the road and we actually had members of the band from rora actually on the pod there before rora and concert is just breathtaking is the word i would use they're simply incredible and they're honestly one of scotland's top bands for a very good reason uh, but also we'll have uh, ross ainsley and Bridget campbell joining them on stage as well perhaps playing with them or maybe warming up for them not certain just yet but that's kind of been teased out a little bit uh, but we do know that ross and Bridget campbell are releasing a brand new album called lass and uh, we yeah for those of you who listened to our fuse show last night we did play an exclusive track We played an exclusive track from it, and uh, to say it's good, yeah, it's good. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, if you are interested in hearing more music from that album, then be sure to be tuning into our Fuse FM radio show. Uh, We will be playing more tracks from uh, Ross Ainsley and Bridget Campbell's uh, album coming up. Uh, But, yes, they're going to be in concert on the Friday night in the Old Fruit Market. Wow. That, what a lineup! I think you know if you were trying to line up your fantasy lineup for a gig, that would be one. And so, definitely consider going to that for sure. And that'll wrap up your Friday night. Now, if you can rise on Saturday morning, of course, then everyone's going to Glasgow Green. And I think at that point, the Pipe and Life Festival does kind of it doesn't wrap up, but there isn't anything happening on the Saturday. So. But this could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, but as far as the Saturday content for the you know the festival, there isn't anything happening because everyone is focused on the World Pipe Band Championships, of course, in Glasgow Green. So if you're able to peel your eyes open on the Sunday, <laughs> there are a few events that you would definitely get, should get to, I should say. And of course... Back at the National Piping Centre is the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition, which is always held the Sunday after the Worlds and is always a thumping great uh, competition. So this year, our lineup we have Angus Nicholson from Scotland, Bradley Parker, of course, from here. Uh, we have Lattice Cadlada from Brittany. I probably butchered your name there. And we have Andrea Boyd from Canada. Yeah. So there you go. The uh, Duncan, uh, Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust competition. So that, yeah definitely going to be worth catching as far as i can i'm reading here yes it will be available on the live stream so there you are so yeah what a blistering competition but right after the world championships a lot of people could be absolutely knackered by then but hopefully not it is always a blistering competition and uh yeah i've seen some of the recordings from previous years and it's whew, it's something else so yeah definitely one to check out now to close everything off on the sunday Pipe and Live are going out with style, is how I want to say. With a huge gig at the National Piping Centre, we have the Fred Morrison Trio. Yes, and Paddy Keenan, of course. I think Paddy Keenan are going to be doing like a warm-up kind of thing. They're coming on first, and then after that we have the Fred Morrison Trio. And can I just say, oh my god, 
for us Fred Morrison fans, it's an absolute must. Uh, so, yeah, uh, oh man, the opportunity to see Fred Morrison back in action again at the National Piping Centre as part of Piping Live is just incredible. Uh, I remember fondly the first time I heard Fred Morrison was at Piping Live in George Square and the crowd that Fred drew with his performance was incredible. And so here he is at the National Piping Centre closing off the festival. So that kicks off at half seven on Sunday night. You can get tickets for both in person and you can watch it online as well. Uh, you can buy the live stream festival pass and that's included in that too. You can watch the Fred Morrison and Paddy Keenan gig as they close off the Pipe and Live Festival. So guys, I have to stress, Pipe and Live this year is shaping up to be an awesome return to form. We have missed the Pipe and Live Festival. Over this stupid old pandemic nonsense, it's been horrible not to be able to attend these events in person. As you guys know, over the past couple of years, we've been reporting that Piping Live is still happening, but it was happening online, where you were able to tune in and watch stuff online. Well, now that you can actually get back through the doors again and attend these events, we would love you to be there and help support your festival. And also, for those folks who can't make it for whatever reason... You're not excluded by any means. I'm so glad to see that they kept the online portion of the festival and are trying to provide as much live-streamed content as possible. Yeah, now they will not be hampered by the same problems that ourselves and the Rab Show have had with terrible signal and cell coverage and stuff because obviously a lot of these events will be professionally streamed uh, with proper production companies and stuff. Uh, So, uh, yeah... Do please consider going over there to pipeandlive.co.uk and buying the festival pass. I know it might seem expensive. Some people will see that price and go, ooh, 75 quid? Honestly, folks, 75 pound, as expensive as it sounds, you'll be treated to a week long filled with piping and drumming action. That will, yeah, I've said, I'll say it again. Some of this will melt your face. Some of this is going to be ridiculous and you're going to want to see it as it happens. And then you can tell everyone, hey, guess what I've seen? So, yeah, they all, I'm just saying that that's all of our recommendations. We've been through the list and everything, hashtag list. But we do this every year. We give you our own particular highlights from Piping Live. And uh, there are a lot of them to get through. And there's a lot of events that we just haven't covered uh, because to to try and capture everything in Pipe and Live would be impossible. So please do go and visit the website. As much as we're giving you our picks here, we are stressing that you go to the site and there might be something in there that we have possibly missed. Uh, Some little gem in there that you might think is, you know, absolutely incredible, uh, whereas we've missed it on our list. So there will be stuff that we have missed. Okay, so there you are. Check it out pipeandlive.co.uk all of your information is up there now and uh yeah we hope to see you in glasgow because by the time yeah this week's airs and everything that we are preparing to hit the stage for big rab show live at pipe and live and um i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit anxious i'm hoping that people do turn up to watch it it's gonna be quite a cool event um but uh yeah, we have quite a number of surprises up our sleeve. We got some pretty big names joining us, and uh, yeah, we dare say it'll be some real good crack. We're looking forward to some great conversation, some crowd interaction, and uh, a few surprises along the road. Big Rab Show live at Piping Live, baby! Woo, it's on! Alrighty, so that's it for this week's topic of the week. Now, a lot of people have been asking. 
Now that Dumbarton has closed its gates and we've crowned our Scottish champions, we now have four majors behind us and we're heading towards the final major in the calendar with the World Championships. Will you be doing a World Championships prediction podcast, Rab? Will we? Well, to answer your question, yes, of course we will. Yes, every single year we do a World Championship prediction podcast where we go through it grade by grade and we give you our own particular picks of who we believe may well yeah take that top spot now i have to say honestly we always notoriously get it wrong every year and uh (laughs) so if you want to tune in and hear us get it dreadfully wrong then definitely tune into the podcast next week it's always a lot of fun so we're going to gather the big rap show team together and a few friends and we're just going to talk about the worlds and how we see it all shaken down and then you get to laugh at us as we get it all dreadfully wrong there you go <laughs> so that's all next week on the podcast with our world's prediction pod so if you do want to give us your own predictions now's your chance you can always email your own predictions into us bigrabshow at gmail.com that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com let us know not just grade one but the other grades as well in fact all grades including drum majors if you do have any predictions Send them in to us, and we'll bring them to our prediction podcast next week. There you are. That email, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Send us your predictions, and we'll do what we can to include them in the show. There you are. Alrighty. With that all being said, we will see you all, uh, yeah, at Big Rab Show Live next week. And, of course, we'll see you on Fuse FM, of course, for another two hours of blister and bagpiping. And, yeah, we'll see you next week for the uh, prediction podcast. There's a lot happening, folks, isn't there? There's a lot happening. Yeah. It's a good time to be involved in piping and drumming. So much happening. Oh, 22, 2022 has been a good year, I tell you. It's been fun. All right, time for me to head out the door. And uh, that's it for another Rab Show pod. Don't forget, you can always support us on Patreon. Well, there'll be tons of extra goodies from Piping Live and stuff. So you'll definitely want to be clicking on support so you can get your mitts on all of that stuff. Indeed. All right, I'm definitely out the door this time. I'll see you all again next week. We'll see you at Piping Live. <laughs> all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>